And we get things twisted when we look at a man or a woman and we place Christ's crown on them. When we think of them as our savior, when we think that the only um, way that we can access power or receive a miracle or, or be in touch with God is through this actual person. Good morning and God bless you all. Welcome back to another episode of Create with Kendra, a place where you can be inspired, challenged, and changed. We are here again on another fabulous Wednesday morning. I hope your morning is going well. I hope your week is going fantastic. Whether if you're on your way to work, you're working from home like I do, um, good morning to you. Um, I hope that everyone is well all things are going good. We are literally wrapping up January, the last Wednesday of January. And then February, here we come. We coming for you, February, okay? One month down, 11 more to go. Every single week on Create with Kendra, we acknowledge a black creative entrepreneur business woman or man for doing what they do absolutely best. And today we are going to put our spotlight on Laso Kenya Designs. Laso Kenya is an African inspired brand that provides mindful made jewelry pieces that represent the rich culture of the continent. They provide in-house designs that are handmade from polymer clay, as well as carefully created brass and beaded pieces that are sourced from Kenya, East Africa. I love Laso Kenya earrings. I tell you, I have a couple of um, pieces from this black owned business. Y'all go ahead and follow and support. Follow them on IG at Laso Kenya and shop for the latest designs on their website at www.lasokenya.com. Laso Kenya is spelled um, just for Folks, I want to know. Uh, it's spelled L-E-S-O Kenya, which is K-E-N-Y-A. Okay, so go and support this wonderful bomb black business. And let's keep circulating the black dollar. Okay, so this weekend, yes, in a few days, we are going to be in San Diego, California. We are coming from a different parts of the country, different parts of the world, and we are going to be in person for the fourth Unassociated Poetry Jam. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be epic. It's going to be memorable. And for those that will not be in person with us, you can still join us. Yes, you can. You heard what I said, and I said it right. You can still join us January 29th at 7 p.m. Y'all get together like a virtual watch party. Get your snacks, dim the lights, do what you got to do to have just a great experience along with us from your home. Um, The event starts at 7 p.m. We are streaming the event from our YouTube account. So if you do not um, follow us on YouTube or not subscribe to our channel, Go over to YouTube and type in un-associated.com and you can follow us. 
Yes, you can. And hit that bell to get a notification every time we drop some new content because we always bring in content for you because that's what we do. Um, also, we'll be having um, the event stream from our website, which is www.un-associated.com um, for more information. Also, since we are on unassociated.com, I want to remind people um, you've probably heard me say this. If you are new, you have not heard me say this. So let me tell you the deal. There is a feature on unassociated.com called Ask Kendra. Ask Kendra is where you can submit voice uh, memos or you can write in any prayer request. You can write in any topics of discussion that you want to hear on the show. Anything, any topics, any anything, right? So that is your space and your opportunity to engage with the show. So if that's you and you want to submit either a prayer request, which I can keep anonymous, or if you want to submit a um, topic of discussion or a question that you'd like to hear on the show, head on over to www.un-associated.com slash askkendra. And I am always so happy and excited to um, receive those notifications. All right, y'all, we are going to go straight into the word. I promise you for the past couple of weeks, it's, it seems like I've been preaching. Um, like it's just been preached words for the past couple of weeks, but God's will be done. God's will be done. And so, um, <clears throat> excuse me, I want to continue that. Let us go to the word of God. We're going to go to John chapter three. John is in the New Testament saints. John chapter three, we're going to um, read verse 22 through 36. There's a lot of reading for this one. Um, Usually preachers or how preachers are taught to read the Bible when um, giving a message to the congregation is to do no more than seven Do no more than seven uh, verses at a time. But hey, you know what? This great with Kendra. And this is what we're going to do. Okay. So we're going to John chapter three, verse 22 through 36. I'm reading from the New King James Version. The New King James Version, folks. Um, In the beginning of this account, this historical account, um, there is a title and it says, John the Baptist exalts Christ. I want us to hold on to just that phrase. John the Baptist exalts Christ. Um, Today, before we get into the word, I want to, I want us to be mindful of our goal for this particular episode, we're going to talk about what it means to exalt Christ. We're going to talk about what it means for us to use what the Lord has given us to do that in that, hey, it's not always about us. Even though we live <laughs> in a world that we um, can be selfish and, and be um, just so focused on us and our agenda. It is not always about us. Okay, so let's, um, let's start with verse 22. 
And it reads, after these things, Jesus and his disciples came into the land of Judea, and there he remained with them and baptized. Now, John also was baptizing in Anon near Salim, because there was much water there. And they came and were baptized. John had not yet been thrown into prison. Verse 25 says, Then there arose a dispute between some of John's disciples and the Jews about purification. They came to John and said, Rabbi, he who was with you beyond the Jordan, to whom you have testified, behold, he is baptizing and all are going to him. John answered, And said, a man can receive nothing unless it has been given to him from heaven. You yourselves bear witness that I said, I am not the Christ, but I have been sent before him. He who has a bride is the bridegroom, but a friend of the bridegroom who stands and hears him rejoices greatly because of the bridegroom's voice. Therefore, this joy of mine is fulfilled. He must increase, but I must decrease. He who comes from above is above all. He who is of the earth is earthly and speaks of the earth. He who comes from heaven is above all. And what he has seen and heard that has that he has testified and no one receives his testimony. He who receives his testimony has certified that God is true. Let's continue to read y'all. We got two more verses. Verse 35 says, for he whom God has sent speaks the word of God for God does not give the spirit by measure. The last verse says the father loves the son and has given all things to his hand. He who believes in the Son has everlasting life. Hallelujah. And he who does not believe in the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God abides on him. And the word of the Lord is blessed. Y'all, I know that was a lot. I know it was a lot, but we are going to walk through it and we are going to break it down. Okay. I love this um, historical account when it comes to John Baptist right so john is actually jesus jesus's cousin right right so john is known for this gift that god has given him and has allowed him to baptize people right in water and so jesus now is is doing the works of god and God is father. And now he is also baptizing people. Right. Um, but what is really interesting is that John had a crew of people that he rocked with. They were essentially his disciples, his helpers, his um, associates. Right. They expressed concerns that, yo, John, you know, you, you, you the guy that everybody go to for baptism. Okay. Now, Jesus, you remember we was with Jesus down at Jordan, right? Remember, right, 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 right. 
Jesus is down there baptizing people too. And so folks ain't really coming to you, John, to get baptized. Everyone now was going to Jesus. And John's disciples had took an issue with that. They had a concern. They were, they were worried about John's status and the fact that John wasn't getting the attention that he's used to. But now Jesus is, is, is gathering everyone. Okay. People are, are no longer going to John, but they're going to Jesus to get baptized. Imagine that Jesus baptizing you. That's pretty cool. So I understand why they went <laughs> to go get baptized by Jesus. Um, but what is wonderful? What I can say, <coughs> excuse me. Um, that's a teachable moment. When you go to verse 28, it says, you yourselves bear witness to me that I say, I am not the Christ, but I have been sitting before him. Isn't that wonderful? You got your crew around you. They got a whole issue <laughs> with something that ain't their business. Hey, just saying. And John did not respond to them to fuel the fire by saying, what is Jesus doing? He know I'll be baptizing people while he's doing my job. But John took this moment to express that he understood the assignment of Jesus. He understood even his own assignment and the greater picture of what God is doing. He tells them, I'm not the Christ. And we get mixed up and we get things twisted. When we look at a man or a woman and we place Christ's crown on them. When we think of them as our savior, when we think that the only um, way that we can access power or receive a miracle or, or be in touch with God is through this actual person. But John reminded them, I'm not Christ. I'm not. I'm actually here to prepare the way for Christ. I've been doing this whole, you know, baptism or just been baptizing folks until he comes i've been preparing the way and what a blessing is that that is such a blessing to say you know what it's not about me my gift my calling my anointing the thing that the lord has told me that i need to do it's not for my own gratification, but it is to prepare the way of the Lord. What a blessing. John understood his assignment in verse 30. Uh, it says he must increase, but I must decrease. He who comes from above is above all. He's above all. John understood that his assignment was not 
for clout. He understood his assignment was not for personal recognition or to even gain a huge following. He knew already. He knew that he was a part of a greater plan. And as long as people were reaching and receiving Jesus, then his job was done. Then his job was done. So I ask you, I'm asking you about your ministry. If you're starting a prayer group, you're starting a Bible study, if you're starting a ministry on social media, if God blessed you with the church, if God blessed you to be over the young adult ministry or the children's ministry or the women's ministry, God has given you a gift of singing, of dance, of writing, of creativity, of teaching, of preaching. If he's given you a talent, a musical talent, if he's given you organizational skills, whatever it is, whatever makes you unique, you know what it is. For me, God gave me the ability to sing. God gave me the ability to speak and to teach. So I want you to think about what it is that God gave you to do. You know, you operating it all the time. What is it that God has given you to do? And who are you doing it for? Are you doing it for people? Are you doing it for a following? Are you doing it for clout? Are you doing it for recognition? Because sometimes we have the nerve to get an attitude if people forget to call our names. If people forget to recognize us. I want to remind us that when people are able to reach and receive Jesus through your ministry, through your gift, through your calling, through your talent, through your life, your job is done. It is not always about being so recognized and so praised. And I'll, and I'll say this, and I'm not saying that, you know, compliments and recognition is a bad thing. I think it's important. I truly do. But when it, when it, when it gets to a point of obsession, you get discouraged because you only got 100 likes on a post, so you're not going to do it no more. God called me to do something, and I don't want to do it because people ain't praising me like I want them to. My following ain't where I want it to be. I don't want to do this. And I know a lot of people. And I said, oh, my gosh. I'll I'll, I'll comment on, on somebody's content on Instagram. And I said, you're so gifted. You have to put this out there. You have to let the Lord use you in this kit. And do you know how many people will refuse to put their gift out there because they're afraid of what other people will think in their response? I was one. Let me tell my... 
Let me tell my business. I was one. Because you may not instantly blow up. I ain't going to do it. Come on now. We have to realign ourselves with what the real mission is. Because heaven, earth, your money, your clothes, your car, everything. These things are temporary. But what we do for Christ will last. Oh, that just clicked. Oh, my gosh. That just clicked, y'all. I've been hearing that for 20 years <laughs> my life. Only what you do for Christ will last. Wow, it came back around full circle. That was beautiful. Great moment. Wow. Only what you do for Christ will last. I believe that. Only what you do for him will last. So what are we doing for Christ? And not everybody is a preacher. Not everyone has to stand in, in behind a, a secret desk, a pulpit. That's between you and God to discuss your gifts and your callings. I know people that are gifted um, in fashion and can use your fashion um, gift as something for the for the kingdom of God. I know people that are gifted in music. Musicians and singers that could use their gift from God. I know folks that are writers and creatives. Artists, speakers, teachers that could use their gifts for God. Understand that you're not going to always be recognized. What happens when people don't call your name? Will you quit? What if John the Baptist was like, oh, Jesus didn't took my job. I ain't baptizing no more. That's whack. That's so whack. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm so glad that's not what he did. I'm so glad that's not what we read in John chapter three. I'm so glad. But a teachable moment. He said, I'm not the Christ. I'm here doing what I'm doing because God allowed me to do it. And what he's called me to do is to prepare the way for the Lord. Hello. What God is calling us to do is to prepare the way of the Lord. And we have to be very careful that we don't have our disciples or our yes men or our yes women around us. Oh, so-and-so, she's starting her own blog too. So-and-so putting out an album. It sound like your music. You know what I'm saying? Because it, it, it can get real competitive and, and petty out here in these streets. It can. But when you know that you know that you know that you know that God has called you to do. It don't matter who else is starting a podcast. Go promote that podcast. It don't matter who else is starting this ministry. Go and support that ministry. Because you know why? Everything that we're doing for the kingdom of God. 
is work for the kingdom of God. When we get selfish and when we get into our own heads and into our own ways, then the work that we do for ourselves is for ourselves and then we get in the way for what God wants to do through us. But I want to encourage you all today, even if you are scared to do what it is the Lord has called you to do if you're doing something now and you hearing these disciples or these people in your ear saying so-and-so doing that too, you make sure that you are aligned with God and say, I ain't mad at it. Everything I do, I want to exalt the king. Let that be our goal. I'm exalting God. Anytime somebody push your stuff, God be glorified. I promise you, any and every time somebody tells me, yo, Kendra, this episode really hit. This episode is what I needed. And and all the wonderful things they can say about the show. This ain't me. This ain't me. <laughs> My response always is glory to God. My response always is praise the Lord. Why? Because this isn't I don't I don't I don't do it for fulfillment of people. If I did, I would have quit a long time ago. I don't do it for the fulfillment of people. I do it to prepare the way of the Lord. Hallelujah. I do it to prepare the way of the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Same thing. Let's exalt the king through our gifts, our talents, our our callings, our ministries. Let's exalt him. In Jesus' name. Y'all, that is all I got <laughs> for this week. I hope that is a bit of encouragement that I'll keep you pushing through Thursday and Friday and Saturday and Sunday and so on. Let us exalt God. Let everything that we do be a reflection of who we are as children of God. Let it be. Let it be. All right, y'all. So with all hearts and minds clear, we are going to pray out. Amen. Father, we thank you so much for your gifts. We thank you for being good. We thank you for being kind. We thank you for being patient and wonderful, all-knowing, all-powerful. God, we thank you that even in your sovereignty and your greatness, that you still see us as enough to come see about us. Father, I'm praying for every person Um, that is listening to the show, that you encourage them and remind them that their gifts, their ministry, their talents, all the things that you've given them is to exalt you. It truly is to exalt the Most High God and that the work that we have done on this earth, the only thing that will last is what we do for you. Not our materials, not our legacy, but only the things that we do for you will last. God, I pray that you encourage your people and cultivate them. Raise us up as a remnant of Jesus Christ. We pray. Amen. 
All right, y'all, that's the word on the street for this week. Y'all go be blessed. Don't let nobody bother you. <laughs> now, that's another word. Don't let nobody bother you for the rest of the week, okay? <laughs> Somebody try it. You say, God bless you. And keep it pushing. All right, y'all, until next week, be blessed.